You are listening to the Keeping It Juicy podcast. Your main squeeze in nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe and click the bell icon on YouTube so you can get notified every Tuesday when we upload a new episode. You can also add us on Facebook and Instagram at Keeping It Juicy Podcast. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to episode 43. Where we talk about our feelings. I'm kidding. We're going to go ahead and talk about pumpkin spice. What? (laughs) You know what that means? Fall is coming. So hot girl girl summer is out. And guess what? (laughs) Fall is in. Oh my gosh. It's it's definitely fall. it's been kind of overcast and icky here in San Diego, so fall it, is upon us. It's still 80 degrees and hot as hell here, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't think the sun came out at all today. But before we dive into pumpkin spice, everything you didn't want to know about pumpkin spice, <laughs> we are going to dive into the new nutrition in the news. So this study caught my attention. Basically, it is a report card on kind of the status of healthy eating in America. So I believe it's an 18 long study. And basically, they wanted to analyze how well the new guidelines and just all the efforts that health professionals have put into putting out quality nutrition knowledge, how if it's taking any effect. Unfortunately, it has, according to this study, there's been like minimal, if any, progress. So, you know, why are we doing anything? Just kidding. So low quality carbohydrates from refined grains, starchy vegetables, and added sugars account for 42% of the typical American's daily calorie intake. High quality carbs from whole grains and fruits only accounted for 9%. That is horrible. (laughs) We are failing. (laughs) So basically over the study period, uh, 18 years, total carbohydrate intake went down by 2%. -hmm. 2%. And Americans were successful in cutting back their low quality carbohydrate intake by 3%. However, the consumption of healthier carbohydrates only increased by 1%. So after everything, like everything that's been published, all the research, like this is what we've got. That's confusing. That's Why? Not I just like, it says, what do they even do? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, we're not done yet. Uh, total fat intake increased by 1% half of which was saturated fat. So saturated fat went up by half a percent, which I guess that's good that we're not eating more saturated fat because that was like the big bad thing, like, you know, maybe a decade ago. Uh, Total saturated fat intake represented 12% of daily calories, which is above the daily recommendation of 10%. So it's high, but it's not like, oh, that's like way too high. Like it's high. And of course that's just an average, like, some people, it could be as high as 30%. So it just, what are we even doing here? Uh, we're adding superfoods to everything and <laughs> getting all up in the kombucha. 
that's what we're doing. <laughs> so we will link this study um, in our show notes and on our uh, Instagram page and stuff. So give it a read. Uh, it's it's very interesting. It's just it's not exciting to see that we really haven't made much improvement over the past 18 ish years and obesity is just getting higher and higher. So but are you surprised? I think I was just more I was I was hoping that I was disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, disappointed. Just I was hope more hopeful, I guess, that things were getting better. Mm-hmm. But I mean maybe I don't know. I don't know. But Pumpkin spice lattes clearly aren't helping the problem. So we're going to dive into that now. And how did pumpkin spice come about? That's the good question. I've actually wondered about this question, like, for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I just always associated pumpkin spice with the fall. Mm-hmm. And pumpkin, as we all know, is a seasonal vegetable. Like, mm-hmm. we, we already know that. So, like, I already associate that with fall already but pumpkin spice itself has become a multi-million dollar industry thanks to starbucks if you guys didn't already know i mean they weren't obviously they weren't responsible for creating the actual flavor Mm -hmm. but they did that huge genius marketing campaign way back in the fall of 2003 man like we weren't even aware this was happening and then <laughs> like this was the first year where they had the iconic pumpkin spice latte actually available to be sold. And the this actually led other companies like Dunkin' Donuts, Bath and Body Works, yes, Bath and Body Works, and Kellogg's to hop on that same bandwagon. And since 2003, Starbucks has made over one billion dollars from pumpkin spice latte sales alone. That's crazy. All the basic wet bitches out there. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, the huge factor is marketing. They did mm-hmm. it so well. I mean, if you think about it, short-term seasonal flavors always boost sales no matter what. And we're not ju- just talking about pumpkin spice. We're talking about when St. Patrick's Day come, comes along and they do shamrock shake everything or shamrock everything. It's just a green-colored beer, green-colored ice cream. That's literally... Like, stuff like that, but the fact that it's pumpkin spice and how rare it is versus the other flavors, it really drives up the flavor's popularity, especially during the fall months. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, over time, like I just talked about earlier, eventually that flavoring and that scent becomes all about association. Like, we're going to automatically think, Pumpkin spice equals fall. So now mm-hmm. we can't even think fall equals pumpkin. It's pumpkin spice. Right. And Starbucks kind of fucked it up for all of us. And the sale <laughs> of pumpkin flavored food, even personal and household goods, rose almost 80% from 2011 to 2015 alone. So you can only imagine how it is now. Yeah. And- <laughs> And after a certain amount of exposure to these flavors and scents during a specific time of the year, our brains obviously begin to associate that pumpkin spice with the fall. I mean, there's pumpkin mm-hmm. spice toothpaste out there too. Yeah, we're going to get into some of the products you can buy now, but that I, not, 
that came out a couple of years ago. So. Oh my gosh. But I definitely have like pumpkin spice flavor or scented aroma plug-in things right now. So I am part of these statistics, <laughs> but is what it is. Uh, so next we're going to look into some of the newer uh, products you can buy this year. But we do want to point out that the earliest, like this year, the pumpkin spice latte was released on August 27th. That has been the earliest release in the company's 16-year run of the product. So just little by little, it's getting our... Next thing you know, it's going to be March 23rd. I know. You just, you <laughs> never know. So now we're going to dive into some of the other pumpkin spice products. So you don't have to try just the latte. So... <laughs> So with that being said, and when we talk about pumpkin spice, we do have that drinks category. And of course, of that drinks category, we have the original pumpkin spice latte. And mm-hmm. apparently they have those, <laughs> they have those in bottles now too. If you're too lazy to go to Starbucks, come on by to Walmart. Yeah. They got pumpkin, they got cinnamon, and they got nutmeg. <laughs> all to keep feel, make you feel warm inside. But with that being said, Starbucks also has another fall bundle basically rewarding things so they can make you pay more so so let's but obviously starbucks has they sell their drinks but they also sell ground uh coffee beans so with that Mm -hmm. they have some coffee beans with some pumpkin flavor and a medium roast fall blend and as part of their bundle they have some pumpkin spice cookie straws that comes with it too So, I mean, if you really want to pumpkin it up, there you go. And then even even Coffee Mate, which this uh, had come out before, was Coffee Mate Pumpkin Spice Creamer. And they have the big old jug or they have the little mini ones. So, take your pick. So, then they have the Pumpkin Spice K-Cups, so the little QA cups that you put in. And that's typically made by Green Mountain. And, of course, Starbucks probably has their own QA cup. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then if chai tea wasn't trendy enough or Pumpkin Spice wasn't trendy enough, let's put those together and make Pumpkin Spice chai tea. <laughs> so, it, so, it's basically Pumpkin Spice minus the caffeine, basically. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are the fun drinks that you can look forward to that they can pull more money from you. So I definitely want the pumpkin spice chai tea. That sounds really good. You fell for the trap. <sighs> That's okay. So now we're going to go into the other snacks you can get. So a new kind of emerging thing is pumpkin spice almonds. So flavored almonds can give them a go. Uh, typically these are made by blue diamond uh another thing that's out on the market is the caramel almond pumpkin spice kind bars uh so basically these are uh limited edition and they're trending on amazon right now so pick those up while you can and then there's also pumpkin spice peanut butter so (laughs) if peanut butter wasn't like and there's like other like nut butters too um, but this one is made by Peanut Butter and Company, which is a limited edition pumpkin spice seasonal flavor. Woo! <laughs> With that being said, we have breakfast versions of pumpkin spice. So we have the pumpkin spice special K because 
the cereal itself wasn't special enough. Let's add some pumpkin spice to it. And then we have the pumpkin spice Cheerio. So obviously General Mills went with the idea. At least it's gluten-free, if if that floats your boat. Um, And then we have the pumpkin spice bagel and English muffin, which I've tried the English muffin. Those bitches are good. So they got you too. I didn't buy it this year. I bought it last year. (laughs) So joke's on you. You're going to get it though. You're the statistic too. Unless. Don't deny it. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm just saying. So. (laughs) I started. (laughs) So then there's the pumpkin spice oatmeal. And then obviously quickly coming out with a limited edition. Limited edition. Okay. So limited edition of 12 pack of pumpkin spice oatmeal, just another reason to hike up the price. And then you have the nature's path pumpkin pie frosted pastries. If you want the the organic, I guess, um, chalkier version of Pop-Tart, that's your way to go. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have the pumpkin spice cinnamon rolls and basically Target has a limited edition pumpkin spice cinnamon roll complete with pumpkin spice frosting. Yay. Yum. I mean, like, do, do other countries have this specification of pumpkin spice bullcrap? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's like a U.S. obsession. Pumpkin spice. Yeah, I I really don't think so. But who knows? Maybe we can ask around. So now we're going to talk about why it's probably a good idea that you should pass on some of these things, especially the pumpkin spice latte. So seasonal drinks tend to have a ton of calories and sugars, and it would be wise to indulge on occasion or modify like um, the ingredients, I guess, like, you know, get almond milk or something instead of full fat milk, try to ask for like half the pumps of sweetener instead of like all of them. So make some modifications if you are... um, basic and want to get this like multiple times per week and then the thing is pumpkin itself is pretty healthy cinnamon and nutmeg are perfectly fine too but the pumpkin spice lattes are literally all about sugar so let's break it down and a 16 ounce size of the starbucks version with two percent milk and whipped cream has 380 calories and has 50 grams of sugar this far exceeds the American Heart Association's recommendation that women contain or consume no more than 25 grams of sugar each day. So that's too much in just one of the 16 ounce ones. And I know plenty of people who get one multiple times per week. God. So officials, this is kind of funny, but officials at Starbucks uh, did not respond to requests from Healthline for an interview on like this story and just the whole idea that these drinks have way too much sugar. (laughs) So it's kind of the same concept. Like if you've ever heard someone be like, Oh, apple pie is healthy because it has apple. Uh, It doesn't really work like that. Uh, It's basically just taking a concept and making it more into of a dessert type of drink versus, you know, pumpkin itself is good for you. It's, it's Mm -hmm. a good thing to incorporate into your diet but we like to uh go extreme with things yeah we like to 
put make it really extreme. You know what was actually pretty funny about that? Um, what was in that drink? He only said two percent milk. I doubt mm-hmm. Starbucks actually puts two percent milk. Right, right, right. That's if you like ask for a modification. They probably start off with whole milk, but they could pop. You could probably ask for a skinny. Oh yeah, milk. yeah. Oh yeah. If if your heart desires, but another thing with this is so some data does suggest that ingesting calories from a drink may not promote as much satiety as say eating a 250 calorie whole wheat bread sandwich that has healthy fats and plus you get a better variety of nutrients so sometimes when we drink the calories we don't really register the calories if that makes sense so if you consume calorie heavy drinks it could lead to excessive calorie intake because it's so easy to get down. And then when you chug it down, you're probably going to get hungry later and you're probably going to eventually go on the cycle and gain some accidental happy one or two pounds by... Oh, it happens. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, if you have one every season, I mean, it's not going to kill you. It's just that if you go pretty frequently, that's just extra calories and bull crap that you don't need in your body right exactly so if you are going to indulge especially with like the starbucks one it's highly recommended to take some precautions and cut down some of those calories uh you can also try making it at home you know that's not a bad idea could be kind of fun um but instead of all of the sweeteners and stuff that they use like in the syrups at starbucks you can actually use cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, allspice when you make it at home. It will be a lot better for you. Uh, you can also use like almond milk, cashew milk, which it's not necessarily like healthier or going to make it like healthy for you. It's just going <laughs> to bring down the calories. Like don't confuse that. Um, also, you can consider getting like a small versus a big one. You know, Starbucks does sell the smaller version of this. Of, what is the small version called? A tall? Yeah, I think that's like yeah. 12 ounces, though. 12, 16. Yeah, they have the 12 ounces, but they don't display the 8-ounce one. You can right. actually ask for that. Right, which is actually the normal serving size for, like, a coffee-like beverage. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean... America. They're trying to trick you. But, Always. But seriously... Like pumpkin spice flavors comes out and they hike up the prices and we probably don't know they hike up the prices and we're like, oh, pumpkin spice. Every once in a while, sure, we'll spend that money. Next thing you know, we're getting pumpkin spice bread, pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice creamer and pumpkin spice toothpaste. So who knows? So like, I don't under, like, like I said before, this whole issue with food trends, I've only seen really here i mean when i travel abroad to turkey it's not i go to the starbucks there and it's like you want a coffee espresso or tea like it's not that nothing dramatic right right we're definitely uh kind of obnoxious over here when it comes to (laughs) you know just our food trends and how how our food system and like marketing is all intertwined but that's a different conversation 
<laughs> so we will close out with our social media shout out for the week. It goes to Plated Health. Uh, her name is Melissa Black, and she is an RDN from North Carolina. And check her page out because she has like a ton of great infographics and just health related topics in general. So really cool page. I suggest uh, checking her out and thank you for the support. Yeah. Thank you so much. All the way from North Carolina. I don't know why I did an accent, but yeah. It happens. <laughs> yeah. It happens from time to time. Cool. So that concludes our episode today. Uh, I, we hope you enjoyed it and learned a little bit something new about pumpkin spice. <laughs> maybe you made a, a grocery list of the products you want to try. Or maybe we turned you off from it. Who knows? So Who knows? Yeah, but thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keeping It Juicy podcast. You mean squeeze the nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe so you can join us every Tuesday for a brand new episode. Also, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Keeping It Juicy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a review. Five stars, no less. On whatever platform you're listening to, or send us an email at keepingitjuicypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have any topics you'd like for us to touch upon, shoot us an email. Until next time, don't do anything that I wouldn't do. So some data actually suggests that ingesting calories from a drink. Sorry. Who is hitting you up? <laughs>